Hi guys, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to our podcast. What if I just sat here and didn't say anything? That'd be really awkward. I'd I'll, just be staring at you for. I'll look at you the whole time, but I'll be damned if I'm gonna say anything. Thanks for so, having me, Zoe. You know, I've got so much going on, and I would love to take the time out for this interview. Go ahead and ask me anything. Um, great. So we have a couple things that we'd like to talk to you. Zoe, about thanks so much for having starts. me on the show. Um, Go ahead and ask so me. So annoying today. <laughs> um, you, as you guys all know, uh, we are part of Patreon, and Patreon.com is a Tipping and Rewards website mm -hmm. where you give a little bit of your hard-earned money to us to keep this podcast for free by you, through you. So thanks. All the information is there. Right? Yeah. It's kind of weird. A little jumbled, I, I, but it's yeah, all there. I, I always... I always have like a weird way of saying it. I don't, I don't have like the flow. Like well, it's do. not like a normal person thing to say. Right. But we have a show and I would think... This is just me. Mm. I could be wrong. Mm -hmm. But how we're kind of OGs of the Patreon world. Mm -hmm. We were in it when it was like Julia, Noons, and like 10 other people. Yeah. So it's been a long time. Yeah. So in my mind, I'm like, she has she, it by now. How does she not have it by now? <laughs> In his mind, what the hell's wrong with her that she can't remember? I didn't it? say that. You're saying that. Yeah, no. I'm I, saying like, this is well, you should definitely have it by now. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, there's our alarm. Oh, what's that? An um, alarm? Well, yeah. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so patreon.com, <laughs> tipping and rewards website. Thank you all so Thank much you. for your support. For always supporting us, and we totally appreciate it. Yeah. Um, and... <laughs> Being a Patreon donator, Patreon, a Patreon, Patreon. Basically, we got a couple tiers. There's a you could uh, what? A Patreon, Patreon. Yeah, no, that's the all the information is there. Thank you. So you could uh, you can give us a dollar at a time. You can give us uh, ten dollars, and that guarantees you a shout out on the podcast. Mm -hmm. And then there's a fifty dollar group, and they uh, they have us advertise stuff that they're working on for them. Um, so you could just get your stuff out to a broader audience without breaking the bank. Breaking the bank. I put my mouth onto the microphone when I uh, said So that. our $10 group gets a shout out like this. Justin Keat. Anthony Hi. Rayel. Hey. Janae Tom. Hey. Carrie Pippi. Hey. Alexander Legovsky. Hey. Uh, Einstein Eofsen. Hey. Brianne McCade. Hey. Brianna McCade. Sorry, <laughs> I keep fucking that up. Hey. Ian Carney. Mm -hmm. Carnay, uh, <laughs> uh, Josie Ramos, <laughs> Matthew J. Palka, mm -hmm. Felicia Shimberry, old school, who I talked to yesterday. 
Felicia, thank you for your help recently. Thank you, Felicia. Uh, Sama Jones. Sama. <laughs> I also talked to her recently. Brad Cover. <laughs> Justin Palka. I'm J- Justin. Joseph Palka. Justin Palka. Wow. Dude, the uh, congratulations to the Palka family. Yeah. For just creating <laughs> for a new, creating <laughs> a new, new Palka. Yeah. Aaron Mall. <laughs> uh, Stephen G. Hey. Brian Heyman. Huh. Uh, Megan Harmon. Hmm. Carly Grace. Huh. And Monique Quistor. I. Every time we get to Monique's name, I'm like, she's going to get it this time. Quistorf. Quistorf like Twistorf. I say it every time. It's kind of like Shim- Monique. Shimbari. No, Shimbari. Mm. Turns out. We were actually talking about that yesterday. As luck would have it. Does she still not care? She still does not care. Should always care when somebody fucks your name up. Well, we were talking about it and we said that like, just because your, your last name is so generic... You know, not very many people fuck up Falzone, you know? My last name is generic? Not generic. You know a lot of Falzones? No, I don't know a lot of Falzones, but it's not hard to fuck up. Where Shambari... Excuse me. me. You don't just breeze over other people's troubles like they're nothing. You don't live this life. You don't know the years and years of, like, sales calls. And I'm not saying your family didn't get them because I didn't know your how to pronounce your last name until we were dating for at least four years. Mm. But four sales years. calls for years. Four hey, years. is Mr. Salzone there? Is Mr. Malzone there? A calzone? Like the food? For years and years. So Did don't tell faggy? me, Miss Faggy. No, Faggy. Hey, uh, uh, this isn't. A, hold on. Back up the Is train. Your name short for Zoena. What? What's Zoena? Oh, I know a Zoena. Is <laughs> short for Zoena. You don't know a Zoena. Anyway, I'm not saying that your family didn't encounter similar things. I'm saying like we're not the Joneses. True. We have a very ethnic last name. Mm. If you've noticed. So I mean Your phone looks like a roadmap. Yeah. Well of upstate New York. Yeah. The cracks in that screen. Yeah. That's a Roger to me. They wanted me to pay a hundred and nine dollars to get it fixed, and I said no. Somebody did a couple times. Not a hundred and nine dollars. And we also have have a fifty (laughs) dollar group, and that goes as follows. (laughs) Uh we got a fifty dollar group and we're here to help you advertise some stuff. Uh, going right down the line, Wyatt Miller and Isaiah Burns mm. have a podcast uh, called the Mind Vomit Podcast. Uh, get your you do the sound effects, and I'll do I'll do the tagline. Mind. Get your get your buckets ready. Here's the Mind Vomit. I thought you were just gonna do one. Do you think? Do you want to hear two seven <laughs> two seventeen year olds talk about movie reviews and social issues and other things that they do. I don't know what seventeen year olds do. Buy pencil boxes for school. Look Remember pencil boxes? Look at girl girls. Or boys if that's what you're into. You ever look at boys? Or girls. I did. Yeah. Once. I did anyway. <laughs> it's the Mind Vomit Podcast. Wyatt Miller and Isaiah Burns. Thank you for your sponsorship. Go check them out. Mm-hmm. SoundCloud. Everywhere podcasts are at. Um, our boy Sebastian O, who I've met a couple times, wants us to promote his friends in the Falling Arrows band, who we have listened to and we've we've li- I played them for you, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, really cool indie rock band. You could find their music on iTunes and Spotify or at fallingarrowsmusic.com. Excuse me. 
I know that people, especially the youngsters, are always mm. like, hey, I need a new band. New band. Because I was all about uh, Gautier a week ago, mm. and then I played the record into the ground. I've been thinking a lot about the Gautier record. It was bad after short period of time you didn't like that i mean i I loved it i loved i loved it loved it now there's a lot of uh of hate that goes with it and a lot of a little bit of sadness too because i i listen to my friend eb a lot oh i'm sorry and i miss him dearly all right yeah i was thinking about downloading it again because i liked it very much i have it it's a great it's a great album but like after listening to it over and over and over and over and over well that happens with anything except for and this is scientifically proven the fallen arrows band oh oh did you know that Nice. If you go to fallingarrows.com mm-hmm. and you download that and you listen to it a million times, it never gets old. Isn't that weird? Sebastian, that's, that was pretty good, right? Boom. Damn. You can't pay for that kind of no. advertisement. Mm-mm. I mean, you did, but you can't. But you can't. Right? Right. I'd also like to give a shout out to our girl, Emma Weiss. Emma Weiss has been helping me with a secret project, and I'm not going to tell you what it is. It's a new book <laughs> that I'm writing, and she's been um, ridiculously helpful and uh and so I'm going to shout out her YouTube channel. You can find her at Emma the Adventurous over there on YouTube. She does skits and, and sketches and stuff like that. And I've watched a couple of them and they're real, real nice. Yeah. And I like them a lot. She has this one where she's talking to a version of herself that is trying to break out of jail. I won't ruin it for you. Spoilers. Go watch it. You can go check it out. Emma the Adventurous at YouTube. All right? At YouTube.com. And then I said, I wrote down skits and such. But what does that look like to you? Sluts and such. Looks like shits, shits and suck. No, it looks like sh- sluts and... Huge help. Hu- that sluts, says huge help for sluts sure. Sluts and such, huge her. That's not what that says. That's what it looks like from here. That's either an H or a K for no, sure. sluts. What about schluts? <laughs> what do you think a slut is? <laughs> A shitty slut. <laughs> anyway, uh, Emma's neither of here. those things. No, we're not shaming. We're just saying <laughs> what my horrible fucking handwriting yeah, looks like. It looks like, um, yeah, it looks like sluts. Anyway, probably should have cut this part out, but didn't. Don't. <laughs> you guys. You guys, thanks so much for uh, listening. I hope you enjoy this episode of uh, the podcast with uh, Darren Capozzi. Yeah, Darren um, uh, is a really good stand-up comedian, and uh, I... Really, we get put on shows together all the time, and I've really enjoyed uh, watching his stuff over and over again. Uh, he has a very fun way about him on stage, very in the moment, and he does a lot of crowd work, and I do the the same thing. So I uh, I just like him very much. I always have a good time yeah. watching it. And uh, we're on a show together on the 26th of June in Burbank, California at Flappers called Attack of the Comedians. Mm-hmm. And you can check out flappers.kayam for that. Yeah. And um, Darren tells a really funny story about talking to Hulk Hogan yeah, on a cell phone at the end good. of this episode. So yeah. stay tuned. You guys, thanks so much for listening. Mike, I need you to go grab the laundry. It's Quistorf like Twistorf, turns mm-hmm. out. Cool. Yeah, you're going to walk your mouth right on that. Oh, really? No. Oh. Not really. It should be good here. My first time having a mic. Cool, man. Well, thanks for coming over. Thanks for having me on your large couch. A lot of people wouldn't be like... Too excited just to come over somebody's random apartment. A lot of people have studios, is what I'm saying. I'm not worried about it, man. I'm All not. Right. There's no such thing as small actors. Only small parts. Small parts.
Small couches. Small couches. You small, like those? You're a small actor, small couch. Yeah. I used to know the saying really well. I think it's small actor, small couch. I think mm-hmm. you nailed it the first time. Yeah, small actor, small couch. So uh, we, uh, this is our guest today for everyone who can't do the seeing part of this. Uh, my guest is Darren Capozzi. Is it composing? I love how you just um, had me on and then you asked me, my, why am I looking into the mic as if, why am I doing <laughs> that's, that? Well, that's where the camera's at, for sure. Why am I doing that as if <laughs> uh, I'm on the radio? Yeah. I no. should be a radio DJ. No, you never should. was. Why not? No, I, I love how you, this is my host, and then you asked me my last name with a question mark. Well. Darren Capozzi? Yeah. <laughs> I just want to make like, sure. You kind of slid me a little correct. Yes, Capozzi. You well, said it through right. the well, magic of As editing. an Italian, you are, you yeah. should know that. You're one of maybe two other Italians I know on this side of the country. We got to stick together. Do you know any other Italians that you can introduce me to? <laughs> no. You know Josh McCougar? Josh McCougar? Yeah, he's always doing. Yeah, I don't not know. Not always doing. He, yeah, he has a Josh. show called Between the Sheets. Amazing already. Yeah, well, I think he recently changed the name, but the show is still pretty good. Cool. And he's like the only other Italian I know. Can I get on it? Can you pass my (laughs) name? Yeah. That's the best about comics in town. I love the best part about being a comics in town, because I run a show once a month, is the, I never get the, hey, how are you? It's, hey, can I get on your show? Immediately? It's like, hey, man, ask me how I'm doing, bro. Yeah. At least pretend. Pretend. Act. Act. Isn't that why you're here? Yeah. (laughs) We're all in the same boat together. Yeah. You know? I feel bad. We do TK show, the yes. Rebels of Comedy show. Rebels of Comedy, fun show. And it's it's my favorite thing. And it's the first thing that I've ever had like a kind of a regular callback to. Like he texts me all the time and I'm incredible incredibly thankful for that. And I always try to like uh not keep that a secret, how thankful I am for that. Because mm-hmm. the dream is to do it every night, several times a night, and to just get exponentially better because of that. Yeah. Is what I think. I agree. And uh, that's the first guy who's like called me all the time. Do you have any? Any insight? Any insight to that? I don't know. I, well, I thought you had more to that. You know what? I thought I did. You're like, because you, it? I thought, I was like, oh, this is going to be a deep moment. So I was like, oh, I was ready to do this. And then you, <laughs> and then you paused as if you went away and then you came back and you're like, now do you have anything to add? Sometimes, too. Well, I, I, I think, pause and I go away and I don't. Yeah, it was cool. It was an back. interesting moment. <laughs> Uh, no, do I have anything to add? Gratitude. You nailed it on the head. Let's talk about gratitude. Sure. You gotta be grateful for everything you have in life. Yeah. You know, uh, as a comic, you can't compare and despair yourself to other comics, how they're doing. You just gotta do your process and, and, and be, in, it's your, your path and your path only. Yeah. And, um, and if you go with gratitude, I think it'll get you far. Otherwise, I don't know. Well, it's, I, I guess it I all guess. F- falls under the don't be an asshole category, too. Unfortunately, we'll run into a lot of those. There's yeah. a lot of assholes. Yeah, they're usually at Whole Foods. Down yeah, the I'm usually there. Uh, yeah. That's my place I shop. <laughs> wow. I mean, they two, look just like you. They're always taking my party. Two spot. for two. Capazzi, Capozzi, and uh, you shop at Whole Foods. <laughs> no, dude, I shop. That's how I know there's assholes there is I'm always there. And they're always asking me, like, where's the granola? I'm like, I don't work here. That's funny. I, that's, I understand. I was on a date with a girl last night. And we're just talking, and I, and I brought That's up... That's the best when that happens. Yeah, it's best. And I brought up that I'm into space, and she's like, you're into space? <laughs> like, it was like the worst thing. Any, I can't believe you're into space. That scares me. I'm like, well, the odds of you ever getting near space. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> yeah. 
So I don't know why that scares it's you. It's not like you're going to get lost and end up in space. space. Never. <laughs> no. That's a weird fear. Yeah. Unless you're in the astronaut program or, or have applied to go to Mars, sure. which those people are crazy. Yeah. Those people want to die expensively. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they get it. It's like, yeah, the idea, like, oh, I'm going to go on a space trip and I'll be adventurous and I'll be a new frontier. But once yeah. you hit Mars, there's no more sunset. There's no more breathing air. No. You're, Yeah. Dude, once you're going to get there and they're going to do a write-up about you in, like, Entertainment Weekly, and then that's, like, your big... Whether you know it or not, that's what you want. You want all your friends from high school to see that you're at Mars. Stuck on Mars. At Mars? Is that what you're... On Mars? At Mars. On Mars. Because you're... We're at Earth right now. We're at Earth. So I can't relate at all. Unless we're in a parallel universe and I don't know it. God, I hope not. So you get up there and then they write the article and then what happens? You're stuck on Mars. Until you run out of Right. They don't understand that like, oh, I'm hungry. There's no 7-Eleven. No. There's just space food that's (laughs) solid. And you're like, do we have any more taco powder? (laughs) Taco powder night? What is this juice? (laughs) Yeah. Um, So it's not that long of a podcast and I don't want to waste a ton of time with the space stuff. (laughs) If we're being honest. Uh, you can edit I, that out. So we do. I'm not going to touch any of this. Yeah. So we do uh, a lot of shows together. Yes. Uh, thankfully, you were the one one of the people I met through TK. And as soon as I the first couple times I saw you, I was like, this guy does kind of. I feel like we share a similar philosophy as far as being on stage go goes. There's an S at the end of that. You do a lot of crowd work, and that's my my favorite thing in the whole world because I feel like. Uh, anytime you do a stand-up show, whether those people know it or not, they're kind of in it for like they at least want to feel like it's a one once in a lifetime mm-hmm. experience, and they're they're hearing something that's specific and special to them uh, that night, and that's what crowd work is. Do you see it like that? Yeah, I. This is my. I enjoy. Yes, I love crowd work. I think it's you know coming from an actor background. You know, it's I always equate it to the fact of say you're do, in a play and you're doing the scene and. You've done the the run for three weeks, and all of a sudden a lamp falls in the middle of the scene. Yeah, that's the gold. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. that's you know because sometimes you get so routine in mm-hmm. plays, and it's same stand up. You know, you do jokes, the same jokes, and you kind of get into that rut. So um, that's why I branched off. I just, you know, I did a show uh, at the Belly Room, and this guy was on. He was in the front row and he lifted his foot and he was tying his shoe. And I was like, hell of a time to tie your shoe, bro. <laughs> yeah. And that's where the journey went. And I did that crowd was your work. first. That was the first line. Did you not do it at all until then? No, I'm saying recently. I'm oh, just saying, oh, okay. No, 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 no. I was saying recently. It was a show and, and that's, that's why I was like, and that shoelace t- took me to eight minutes of crowd work. And yeah. I didn't do one joke. And it was just the beauty of that, of riffing off of him and then. Uh, yeah, and I mean, then everyone's like they're in the moment, and they're present. And the, that's all you want. That's all you want. Like. You want to want to be real, but don't get me wrong. I mean, I fail. I, you know, I I failed miserably. I've, well, that's why I've, people are so afraid of it. Yeah, I mean, I've I've painted myself into dark holes and spent the next three minutes of my set getting me back to <laughs> digging to, yourself out, digging back to neutral. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, I can get you guys back to calm by the end of yeah. this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, Bill, H- I think Bill Hicks said you fall back on your comedy, your set. Mm-hmm. I think that's stand-ups about, and I agree. I think the beauty of it is when you do stand-ups, is if you can weave your stand-up into a joke. Yeah. I think that's the, the ballet. I think it's a, I think it's a chess match slash ball- ba- ballet mm-hmm. to some, cause the, the beautiful flow of it. Yeah. You go to the, um, the Laugh Factory. I'm not going to tell you what you do. I go to the Laugh Factory and you see Dom Myrera or, uh, I hate myself for not remembering his name, but who's the guy? 
He's always like this, and he ends every joke like this. Oh, uh, um, I, yeah, the older guy. He's great. Uh, I know who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But he's been around for years, years and years. And I feel like that's when I first started to pick that up. It's like he does crowd work, you know, like even the stereotypical, like, where are you from type thing. What do you do for a living? And then just through doing stand-up for 25, 30 years, he'll have jokes, like a full set, eight, ten-minute uh, set about the guy who works at Radio Shack or whatever. And uh, basically, it's just like you say something, and then he goes through his Rolodex, and it's like, "What have I got?" And mm-hmm. then that's how it's not writing a set list on your hand or or whatever. It's letting the audience in the moment kind of dictate what you're going to talk about. Right. And yeah, and the, I've and, and you know I have a lot of go tos that I've that I've from doing crowd work that I've improvised that mm-hmm. I have in my back pocket stuff that I've like, oh, that's a good, and then you write it down. Yeah. You know, th- that's the beauty of it, too. You know, I mean, I've improvised, you improvise so much, you'll find a nugget of gold. And I always tell beginner comics, like, ah, the worst set. I was like, well, did you, did I ever talk about this? I'm like, I'm like, well, what did you do? Well, did you learn anything positive in that set? Like, mm-hmm. She's like, well, that one moment. I was like, well, then you won. Yeah. You won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to look at it that way. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so they didn't laugh at any of that stuff. Okay, what did you do positively? You know, right. And then build off of that. Right, exactly. Because Even if it's just like something that gets a chuckle. Yeah, you know? that's a win. Also, what do you tell people about putting too much stock in open mics? Or do you talk, I, people I think, get really insecure at open mics? I, I do open mics. Um, not as frequently as I used to. Mm-hmm. But I think an open mic, a supportive open, open mic is great because yeah, you're working your craft. I mean, if you can get up there, detach your ego and just say, hey, I may not get laughs here. I may not. Yeah. But if I can figure good out... Good chance. A good chance. Yeah. But if you can get up there and be silly and goof around and, and, and not take it so seriously, you'll find... I think that's where the gold is, too. Yeah. Um, but so many times we get up there and no one's laughing and we get in our head and our egos are like, oh, that, you know, and then you just... Then, for me, it becomes mechanical. Now you're not really... You're just saying the words as mm-hmm. opposed to, like, trying to find... Right. It's it's more uh, what it... It's a Jerry Seinfeld thing. It's like there's part of your brain that recites and there's part of your brain that like explains mm-hmm. and as soon as you get into the reciting part you're that's no good because it sounds robotic and right and, and that stuff. and that and that that's what brought me back to doing crowd work because if i felt so i didn't i felt like yeah i've written some good jokes but i felt like that's not my voice that's mm-hmm. my voice you know who am i in life and that's yeah, yeah. that's what i'm still trying to figure out like what am i in life and can i bring that on the stage right and how long you've been doing it? A week. And let me tell cool. you, it's been... You're almost I, there, dude. Almost there. <laughs> eight, eight. That's, that's what I want to say to you every time you get off stage. Like, hey, man. <laughs> almost almost there. there, you know? <laughs> what, have you been doing it fucking I've 10 been, years longer than I have? Dude, you're fucking... You're right at the cusp. I'm right at the cusp. Um, <laughs> I've always wanted to walk up to someone after a set and be like, hey, you should quit. <laughs> like... Never would do that, but wouldn't that be like... Even if they, like, they have to kill it, but like yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. joke, like... Hey, hey this quit. doesn't happen on any, any other podcast, whatever. Yeah. You know Zoya. Uh, yeah, I know Zoya. Zoya, this is Darren. Hi. Hi, good to see you. Welcome to the podcast. He's, he's going to move in if that's all right. Oh, is that good? totally fine. Oh, cool. Do you haul? What if we had one just waiting? Just waiting. We're going to finish this. Do you need us to do anything afterwards? Mm-hmm. Clean up after ourselves? No. Uh, is that your water or is that mine? It's, this is his. I mean, you can have it. You can have some of mine if you want. I, I haven't like... even touched it yet. She gets weird when I drink out of the same cup. Oh, really? Do you want this one? Yeah. All right. I'm just saying it's already poured. Is this um, where we go to commercial break? If if I was fortunate enough 
to have commercials and people who wanted to pay for things, <laughs> this would be a perfect spot. Be a perfect spot for commercial break. Um, what else, man? I wanted to talk more about stand-up. Is there anything at the top of your... I wanted to tell you my Hulk Hogan story, but, let, yeah, but what's the question about stand-up? Um, didn't have any... I feel like I had a bunch. Okay. And then my beautiful fiancé walked in, and now Aww. I feel like I have nothing. Okay, yeah. And instead of maybe taking that on myself, I'd like to blame that on somebody else. Well, I blame it on her. <laughs> yeah. Best way. Blame is the only way to do it. I, um, I, knew, I realize you're you're a, um, a wrestling fan, as am yeah, I. Yeah, very much so. I used to be a big partier and drinker. I'll make the long story short. I'm partying at, I think at the time it was Barney. It's Bar- a podcast, man. You can make it longer. If oh, is that Barney's Beanery? <laughs> sure. And Hollywood or? Yes, <laughs> Hollywood. Yeah, Hollywood. Bar- <laughs> Barney's Beanery, Hollywood. And I'm in the bathroom doing cocaine. Sure. Heard of it. And, um, you know, and you can tell when someone's in the stall doing it. And how can was, you tell? What did you hear, they tell you hear that? <laughs> and, it, and all of a sudden, I hear someone like, "What did he say?" He's like, uh, "What's going? Are you doing coke in there?" I was like, "Who wants to know?" <laughs> right? Boom! Doors opened up. Nasty boy. No. Yeah. Which one? Do you know? Spiked here. Yeah. With uh, he had a cane. Sure. And uh, so he and I started partying together. Great guy. It was hilarious. <laughs> now this is back in the day of flip phones because that's how long ago. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And. This is the power of cocaine. This is what the power of cocaine is. Brings people together. Okay? We're partying, partying. We run out. And he wants more. Yeah. And I was like, the only way we're going to get more is if you call Hulk Hogan <laughs> and let me talk to him. He's like, no way. Uh-uh. Nice going. He's like, nah, <laughs> nice no. Try, He's like, bro. nice try, bro. Right. I was like, well, can't get it. Drink, drink some more. He's like, dude, come on. I go. I will call it now, but you gotta promise me you'll call Hulk Hogan. Yeah. And he, he's like, fine. So now it's begrudgingly called. Oh, Hulk Hogan. begrudgingly. So now it's 1.30 in the morning. So Terry, he's in, <laughs> yeah. he's in Tampa Bay. Tampa yeah. Bay, right? That's where he's from. So it's 4 30 his a time. Time difference for sure. So he's not on the phone where Barney's beanery and he you know, no, yeah, hey, yeah, Terry, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have yeah, I have one of your biggest fans. <laughs> something. Oh, no. It was something oh, no. crazy like that. And then it was like this. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Wasted. Yeah. So I'm assuming Hand I'm shaking. Oh, probably. I'm assuming I'm, I'm going to sound. Oh, hello, Mr. Hulk Hogan. I was like, ah, what's up? That's what happened to talk to you. And he said, what are you, what? He said, what are you guys doing over there? I think he said, are you guys doing the cocaine? Like, call this out? <laughs> like, he knew. No, he knew right like, like, this happened. What are you taking advantage of my, my, my friend over there? Come on. And then the phone was gone. So I got scolded yeah. by, by Hulk Hogan on the phone. But I talked to him for maybe 10, 15 seconds. That's better than an autograph. To get I, yelled at? I got yelled at by Hulk Hogan on the phone. Yeah. And, because uh, what he's thinking is like, okay, this guy's a biggest fan, whatever. So you remember, do your pray- uh, say your prayers... Take your vitamins. Yeah. What's the other one? Don't do cocaine. Don't do cocaine. And so. now you're calling him at four o'clock in the morning. Four thirty in the morning. And guess what, Hulk? Broke number three. Broke How's it going? How's it going? <laughs> yeah, I got Hulk Hogan on the phone. Cool, man. I was doing stand up once and his son was in the audience. Nick. Nick. Yeah. And I was doing crowd work and I my brain was about to tell that story. But it stopped. For well that's some- not a bad Hulk Hogan story. Yeah, I don't know why. I stopped myself, and I have a little regret because I edited myself on stage, and I yeah. don't like editing myself because I think you gotta jump. Yeah, you gotta jump. Yeah, and that's yeah. the one time. I mean, I, 
and maybe my ego, because I was doing well on stage, so maybe my ego's like, well, you're doing well, maybe don't fuck it, don't up, fuck it up. Yeah, that was a little bit of it. You know, when you're on stage, your brain thinks, I know mine does. Like, I got, it's like the Rolodex. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What, what are I thinking? What That's why I can't, like, I, I won't do anything beforehand, because I want to be as fast as possible. And yeah. it's kind of a good, uh, you know, if there's any uh, excuse to never do anything ever again, that's probably, if only, you know, you could be as fast as you can on stage. Yeah, I mean, drugs, I mean, I think it was Wayne Dyer who said it. Wayne Dyer says drugs and alcohol disconnect you from your source. Whether mm-hmm. you call that the universe, the God, or whatever you want to refer it to. Spine. Spine, yeah, whatever you call yeah. it, but it disconnects you, and I, and I agree with that wholeheartedly. I think as soon as you get on some, a substance like that, at least for me, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how people, I can barely get on stage with a coffee beforehand. Cause yeah. I, I'm like... That helps me a little bit. Yeah, I'm Tom, I'm a little. I try to just drink water. Water, how you doing? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Welcome back to the show. How are we doing? <laughs> welcome back to. Welcome uh, back to, to two West guineas. Hey, don't two guineas <laughs> in a room. Uh, Couple haters. Couple. Hey, we talk about banging broads in a second. <laughs> welcome back Big. to banging broads. I was in. I went back from a high school reunion. And New Jersey, where I'm from, and sure. we ended up going to this fucking Guido bar. What part of New Jersey? Um, I'm from Bergen County, and okay. it was in Oakland, New Jersey. So at, I'm walking through the, the dance floor. These two girls start dancing with me. So I'm like, what's up? And all, all of a sudden, I feel a tap on my shoulder. Hulk Hogan. I wish. <laughs> what are you doing, brother? <laughs> Turn around, two Guidos on stools, and yeah. he just goes, keep moving. <laughs> And what did I do? Oh, I kept moving. Oh, of course. I was I was about to be like, well, they started you new know, I'm gonna Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep moving to my car, to the airport, back to LA. That's you what I'm gonna do. You have zero conversations after an Italian person from the East Coast tells you to keep moving. Keep moving. You know, yeah. you just move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how cool and confident a guy has to be. You know, yeah. Fucking cool you gotta be to tell some guy. They're the keep... crossing guards of the social world. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Keep 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 that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> keep moving. Um Cool, man. Well, I guess that's pretty much it. Do you have any uh, stand-up-related advice that uh, I could take onto my next Formosa show? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> or anything else? I when I, I my first college, I did a college um, showcase. Cool. And I don't know if it's like a NACA thing. Yeah, his name was. He's a huge headliner around the country, Smokey or Spokey. I mean, he's really funny. And I saw him backstage, and I was all nervous. And I was like, "Hey, man, can you give me advice before I go on?" And he goes, "This is what Jerry Seinfeld told him." Mm. He goes, if you think you're going slower, if you think you're going slow, go slower. Hmm. So I take that on stage with me. Yeah, man. That's my favorite. Isn't that? I was I'm sure. Have somebody, you heard that before? No, but what? I kind of just, that's just what I do mm. because I don't want to, when I go fast, I skip Spanky. over stuff. Not to cut you off. Spanky his was his name? His name is Spanky, yeah. Okay, I'll never forget that yeah, ever because that's the only real person named Spanky. Yeah. Um... I, the woman who taught me comedy on the East Coast years ago came out to see me on my last tour. We were at Levity Live in New York, and she was like, I figured out how to describe your style of comedy, and it's kind of, she said it's like I'm hang gliding. She was like, I say something, and then I just wait. I literally wait for everyone to stop laughing, no matter how long that takes, and even if it's one person, because that person could ignite, like, whatever. And then I go again. And then I go again, and it's that's my favorite. So I agree with that. Yeah, I think you just it's your stage. Do whatever you want. Yeah, they you, have to listen. They, that's the most hilarious part yeah. before any you jokes. Don't have to rush anything. Yeah, yeah exactly. Which you know, I, you know, which I do sometimes. But 
Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, not since I just took my own advice. Not since I did that. Thanks, Spanky Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah, man, I'll go slow forever. Thank yeah. you for that. I appreciate Thank, it. Yeah, cool, that's five days. Uh, we used to, I'll, that's well worth it. I'll usually, uh, we'll start, we'll finish every episode with a swear, your favorite swear. Do you want to go ahead and do that? I'm almost nervous asking you. Really? My favorite swear? Yeah. Uh, I think cunt. Great. That's I think that's my, before, I think, sure. yeah, or scumbag, even though that's, I think scumbag is scumbag is like one of the first swears I would imagine. Yeah, I think scumbag is a really good. I think it's people that don't like cunt, but I think scumbag. Yeah, fucking scumbag. <laughs> yeah, that really to me because I think people are um, afraid of cunt. Yeah, sure. They're afraid of words. That's a good. I mean, that's a metaphor, probably. I was doing a show last week, and it was the crowd work. They weren't really on board with me. And it was packed with millennials, and I said, "Ah, we should all something about fuck a midget," and their faces is as if. I was skinning a cat on stage. Yeah. I go, guys, it's a word. Nah, I can't say it. Yeah, I can say midget, because I was born before PC. <laughs> PCU. Uh, before, yeah, before, right. born before it. Right, I, right, Like, I'm not, it's a joke. Yeah. That's the problem with comedy. PC world's bleeding into our, our, our. Well, it's like the last. I know you want to end the show, but. No, 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 I get it. I mean, it's the, it's kind of the last place where you can say. I mean, unless you're Michael Richards doing what he horrible thing he right, did. Right, right, right. But if you're just... That's called bad crowd work. Bad crowd work. <laughs> That's what that is. You know, I, I, if it's just a joke, it's a joke. Yeah. Right. Right? Yeah. That was my... Yeah. A good place to have it. Right. All right, man. Great. Thank you. Good Do you talking. think they could hear a handshake if we had a <laughs> Solid. That's they it. heard it. They heard it. All right, man. Thank you. Thank you. Do I get up? Oh. oh.